All right. Hi, this is Anna Poirier from Yoga Body Nutrition, and I'm here today with Gina, who I'm going to be supporting and gaining some deeper insights and awarenesses and hopefully providing some tangible tools around her life path and her higher calling. Um, and we'll be using her astrological birth chart. So welcome, Gina. It's great to have you. Thank you, Anna. So awesome to be here. <laughs> Good deal. Um, so just, uh, I think, like, A, I, you know, you and I haven't connected probably in a while. Um, mm -hmm. So I'd love to just have you share a little bit about kind of what you're up to and, yeah, just, just what you're up to in your life during this time. <laughs> sure, yeah, during this, this wonderful, interesting time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I'm continuing to teach. I'm a yoga teacher. Mm -hmm. So I've been doing that for about six years now. And so I'm continuing to do that online, uh, which hasn't, wasn't too much of a transition for me since I'm kind of used to doing some online things. So, um, yeah, I miss, I miss my fellow yogis and yoginis in the classroom, but it's been, you know, still good to connect online and still be able to provide, you know, that service. Yeah. And, um, and besides that, I have an online business as well that I'm just starting to build and launching a membership shortly. So that's been on my mind a lot. And I've had some time to work on that with this, <laughs> with the whole situation happening. So that's been um, good as well. And, and is yeah. that, is that centered around uh, yoga? Like um, it's, um, it's centered around radiant beyond 50. So I'm past in my early fifties now and um, kind of going with, you know, the conditioning around what that means and kind of busting through a lot of that conditioning. And even though we, you know, changes happen and this and that, it doesn't have to be, a, you know, an awful thing. <laughs> we could still stay, stay strong in mind and body if we, you know, if we choose to, rather than listening to what everybody says happens as you age, kind of have your own experience around it. That's what I'm big about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. I like it. Um, yeah. And uh, as I get closer and closer to the 50 mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, okay, so any, do you have any specific questions or just like clarity you want around something specific? You don't have to, but I just figured I'd throw it out there. Um, well, I've been, you know, I kind of read some things around just bits and pieces, not a lot about, you know, I'm into the Ayurveda stuff too. So I, I work that in mm -hmm. to my lifestyle and with people I coach as well. So, um, it's just, it's always interesting to read what's going on in the astron, you know, and astrologically because it's like, well, don't do this now. Don't start anything new now because it's in this planet's going here and there and I don't understand it at all. I just, you know, read about it. And so, you know, I want to start, I want to start this membership I'm doing shortly. I'm going to start with a month challenge and I've kind of been putting it off. Um, just because I've been building it and now I'm reading June's not a great time, you know, to start these new things, but then, okay, so I'll start the end of June. So I guess it's, my question would be, you know, clarity around, you know, bringing this out into the world, you know, timing wise and whatnot, if it feels like it's the right time. <laughs> okay, very you know, Yeah. So what I, okay, I'm going to say a few things that I, is personally why I really love the life path astrology, mm -hmm. um, because although you can definitely look into like transits, what's happening, all of that, um, the idea with the life path astrology is that we're, we're using your blueprint, the mm -hmm. came into this world with, 
and then and then looking at that as to how do you best utilize your gifts how do you um you know work through the shadows and the karmic debts and the limiting beliefs that you have and any potential you know challenges that are being presented through your birth chart blueprint and mm -hmm. really just being able to empower you no matter what's going on you know like mm -hmm. there there can be some nuances with okay what's what's happening uh currently with the astrology but it's really about like I, I just, I like, I can only use the word empowerment, like empowering you as to what's actually going to be in the highest service for you and your unique path. Yeah, that, that sounds, yeah, it sounds awesome. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. yeah. And that, and I, I like it for that reason. Um, mm -hmm. because you can, it's a little more, uh, like taking that into your own hands and, um, not being like, oh, I can't do anything because the stars are doing yeah. this and the planets are here and I just have to sit here. Yeah, not fun. <laughs> I just keep building it and wait till the time to release well, it. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's like, no, it's like it's, it, there's got to be workarounds <laughs> is yeah. what it feels like. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it's great, you know, it's great to keep building. And so hopefully we'll kind of reveal um what your best plan of action is around that you know from from that perspective awesome yeah and feel free as i go through the reading i'm you know i'm going to be touching on things and i'll be pausing i'll be checking in with you uh if you have questions and and you know feel free to uh chime in with a question and um yeah, that's that said, we're gonna go right in. All right, sounds good. <laughs> and I know that you've had a Vedic uh, Vedic reading, which is fairly different than than mm -hmm. this. So it's always interesting collecting, <laughs> you know, collecting the different um, the differences. But hopefully, they end up being complementary and not mm -hmm. feel, you know, like they're yeah. in conflict or something like that. Right. Um, so what <laughs> when I looked at your chart. This, these are the words that came to mind. Capricorn much? <laughs> <laughs> you have a very strong, and that might be a mild way to put it, influence of Capricorn. <laughs> mm. um, so I don't know how much you know about Capricorn and how much you know about that energy because it is your sun sign, so you may have even like, looked that up or what have you yeah but, i don't know much it's just i always say you know every time you read about a capricorn you you hear like the stubbornness <laughs> and the persistence you know <laughs> <laughs> okay which there's good and there's shadow with that right like mm -hmm. be persistent you know that's a powerful energy uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about Capricorn because you have it in your sun, you have it in your moon, you have it in Mercury, and it's also your rising. Wow. <laughs> so you would be considered, you would actually be considered like a triple, triple Capricorn because of that sun, moon, uh, yeah, sun, moon rising. <clears throat> um, but then add Mercury into that and, and that's. Uh, that would be considered what's called a stellium when you have like three or more aspects in a particular sign or in a particular house. It just means there's a lot of potency here for okay. you. Um, so I, what we'll, what we'll do is I will kind of touch on how it plays into each of the aspects where it shows up, but we will definitely flush out like you know, what are, what are the real strengths of Capricorn as well as like, especially when we look at your moon, um, like what are some of the things, what are some of the shadows, you know, that, that kind of mm -hmm. be acknowledged. So, um, I'm going to start with your sun and you have that in Capricorn, as we said. Mm -hmm. Um, and okay. So, your son, how, how I look at it in this lens is your son is what you may relate to and 
um, and kind of what resonates. And when you hear about that, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel that inside of me. Now, usually it's not always what people see, like uh, at the, at the get go or on the surface, they see more of your rising sign, but you also have that in Capricorn. So, so it's, you know, very possible that how you're relating to yourself and how the external world sees you are very much the same, you know, whenever mm -hmm. you have that double, um, that double quality. Mm -hmm. Um, with the, with the sun or just with Capricorn in general, um, there, there is, and this is a little bit, I think this is something that's not discussed. So I'm actually starting, starting with this new mm -hmm. Capricorn, which is that they have this ability to understand pain on a very deep level. Mm. And the reason for that is because they're so they're an earth sign and that's how we you know that's how we typically view them they're an earth sign they're the goat um the goat the ram and or actually sorry no aries is the ram they're the goat um and that's an earth animal but they have this little fin in the back uh which is not really a tail it's more like a little fin which represents the emotions and the like a little water, almost a little water, a little infusion of that emotion water. Mm -hmm. And it's hidden because it's in the back, you know, it's in the back, they're climbing the mountain, the little fin is in the back. And, um, but it gives them this access that other earth signs may not necessarily have. It's, it, it's unique in that way. Mm -hmm. Um, some of the other more, uh, known qualities of Capricorn are like, they're loyal. They are very ambitious, sometimes overly ambitious, uh, practical. They, they are builders. They will build really their uh, Taurus can be a builder too, but like Capricorn's a little more like empire builder, a CEO. What it doesn't mean that they have to be the CEO of a company, but but just the CEO, it could be of a family, it could be of their own business. Like they really have that ability to, um, to create systems and supervise those systems. So I would see that this is a very potent quality for you as a business owner and business builder, that this ability to you know, be ambitious, <laughs> be mm -hmm. able to create systems and all of that is a talent and a skill uh, that is going to serve you well. Um, they're, they're strong leader, you know, Capricorns are typically strong leaders. And, and I'm going to segue a little bit as I'm talking about this into what the rising sign is. Like I, I mentioned that it's how others may, may see you and it's also what they are wanting from you. Like they see those qualities and they're like, oh, I want more of that. Um, so I thought I would throw that in the mix and it can be a bit of the way we see the rising too, is it's like, it's your life path. It's your soul purpose. It is the problem that you solve. Okay. So just kind of mm -hmm. keeping that in mind as we, as we go along, um, they're go-getters. And they're, they, they tend to have this like calm, cool, and collected external way of being. Um, very focused, very trustworthy, very sincere. You know, like the people aren't going to see you as someone who's going to shyster them in any way. It's like they, they, they will see you as a trustworthy, sincere person. And career focused is often a Capricorn trait. They can be uh, one of the most career focused, I think, of, of all the zodiac signs. All that said, <laughs> mm -hmm. how, how does that land for you and even just how you sense into yourself? Yeah, a lot of it lands. Um, the um, and it's stuff that I've been kind of told to, you know, like 
right. I am practical and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And the only thing that gets me is I feel like, I don't feel like I'm great at that, a great builder, like maybe in a different way I am, but creating systems. I, and I mean, I'm ambitious, yeah, to a point and creating systems, I feel like it sounds like I should be, or it sounds like I, I could really be like good at organizing systems and have everything in place with my business where I feel like um not great at that though I want to be <laughs> if that makes sense Absolutely. it does and I and honestly what I'll say about that is I'll circle back around to mm -hmm. like some of these traits you may embrace with yourself and knowing that there are people that may be looking to you for this however we probably need to look at this not in the traditional sense because um, Capricorn it does have this traditionality to it, but then we're going to be taking into account other aspects in your chart that mean, you know, what is practicality? What are, what are, what systems building that maybe not in the traditional model of what we sort of think of in our minds, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I, I, yeah, I think ultimately, without jumping too far ahead, it, it's going to be building, um, building your, uh, your unique system. But actually, yeah, yeah, okay. I, there's something I want to mention, but uh, further as we, we touch on some of these other aspects, um, I wrote a note to myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I have it here. I won't forget. Um, so I want to go into your moon because your moon which you also have in Capricorn, this is going to be more of looking at the shadows. This is going to be looking at the emotions. The moon rules the emotions. And, mm -hmm. and it's, we, we kind of have to do like a little bit of shadow work when we, when we look here. Um, it's going to be how, when you feel emotionally disconnected or stuck, um, not motivated from an emotional standpoint, then it's like, hmm, what are some of the shadow aspects that need to be looked at that relate to Capricorn? And, um, sorry, I'm going to make one note so I remember to. Yeah, um, that's fine. Um, yeah, okay. So, uh, some of the tendencies and you and you I, I would love your feedback as I share this mm -hmm. some of the potential tendencies from an emotional standpoint to how Capricorn may deal with it is that they can have this undercurrent of like they're a volcano ready to erupt but it's like inside that hidden remember that hidden little fin and they're keeping the poker face um, and you may feel your you know you may actually feel your emotions internally but are, you know, are they sort of getting pent up and perhaps getting you stuck in, in places in that emotional motivation around, you know, your life path, your soul calling and all your higher calling. Um, there can also be a tendency towards melancholy. And, mm -hmm. um, and I would say even another shadow is like vanity of Capricorn, I don't know. I, I, I find that that one's a little more obtuse, especially with like healer type of people. It's, it doesn't mm -hmm. always play into, play into the mix, but potentially. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so any of that as far as from an emotional standpoint? Um, yeah, I, I, I definitely can, I think, sometimes get more on the, the melancholy side um just like you know there's other just like everything else there's days where you're just fired up you know you're just like oh yeah and then other days where it's just like hmm. <laughs> am i doing the right thing you know like is this gonna work and you just kind of get like blah um and then the the undercurrent of volcano um I tend, I, I don't feel that a ton. Um, yeah. 
but I can sense it in maybe I'm not even aware of it too, you know, because I can see where I can kind of get stuck at times as well. And I do think just in, um, like just in even doing these readings and pop, you know, and having the dialogue and the, the, um, the exploration with people who have Capricorn moon, I, I think that the melancholy is probably more of what they associate with. Um, mm. That's just been, you know, my, my experience with that. And um, so what we want to do inside of that, inside of this acknowledgement of that, and honestly, sometimes it's like your own melancholy, but because we're dealing with the moon, sometimes it's, it's like ancestral stuff. It's, it's ancestral shadows or wounds that mm -hmm. you're experiencing. Nonetheless, it's something that's there. And, and I think, um, one of the most important things with a Capricorn moon is that they actually hold space for the melancholy, for that little hidden fin of emotion. And that they really honor that as actually a space to take that pause and be like, okay, I'm in the melancholy. I'm feeling stuck. I'm not feeling motivated. But to like, offer out permission to take a pause and look at the opposite of Capricorn, which is cancer. Like this is kind of where when we do shadow work, it's like, what's the sign that's opposite that it's cancer. It's nurturing. It's emotional. It's like, so to literally like nurture that melancholy. And I, and I see this like a self nurturing. Um, and, knowing that there's actually some creative genius and superpower inside of allowing yourself to pause and feel inside mm -hmm. of that because of that ability to understand pain on a deep level. How does yeah. that fit? <laughs> yeah, totally. And, um, I've done, you know, I've done a lot of inner work stuff myself and it's like, that's, it's kind of, I'm at the point now where when things, when I feel a certain way, I do just, I'm, I'm aware of it. I look at it and I always say to myself, it's, you know, it's really just a perspective shift away to alter that, but not like, not like where I'm trying to get out of it. You know, not like where I'm trying to push it away and be like, oh, I don't want to feel this and, and that kind of stuff. And I, I'm at the point too, where I'm just like, well, I don't mind it. You know, like if you don't mind what's happening, then you tend to be able to integrate it a little bit more. Totally. totally. You know, and let it be. And like you said, see what comes out of it. <laughs> and what you may find, honestly, with, you know, the amount of Capricorn that you have that I sort of, I, I said that thing about the creative genius is it might be that this creative system or something like evolves out of that time, out of that pause. And, you know, I know you've, you've done, you've done a lot of, of work already or, you know, growth, I guess, uh, exploration um and kind of using that and i think a possible sticky point for for a a really strong capricorn would be that they pause and they even are open to like the path might need to take a diversion cuz they're so goal oriented <laughs> mm -hmm. okay there's the goal <laughs> you know, and mm -hmm. so it, it's kind of like being able to listen. Um, and I think we'll talk more about that when we talk about your Saturn too. And just being open to, okay, maybe the goal shifts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, 
want to talk about um, your Mercury first, since you also have that in Capricorn, and we can just complete this whole little Capricorn stew with that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only, well, okay, so the only other thing I'm going to say is, before I go into that, is Capricorn rules your first house. And, and that, so you have the majority of these planets in the, in the first house and, and I'm just going to like kind of sprinkle this in. I'm not going to spend, usually I don't spend a lot of time on the houses in uh, initial reading, but, um, but there's a lot of potency there for you too. Um, mm -hmm. that deals with identity. It deals with the self. It deals with appearance. And, um, so it's just kind of a, something that you, um, you know, especially when we talk about your moon, maybe some shadow around how things appear or what your identity or your uh, self relationship is inside of these emotions, inside of the melancholy, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I, yeah. And I think that Capricorn can be, and it might not, it may not even be on a conscious level, just something to kind of like explore and see, is that true? I don't, maybe it's not. Um, but Capricorn can be a little tied up already with how things, how things appear, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. things appear. Um, so anyway, I'm just throwing that out into the little mix there. Yeah, that sounds like a lot with, uh, I think that can be an ancestral piece. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. That's what it feels like. And I almost feel like by taking that pause and just feeling into it, seeing what comes up, potentially like being open to like, is there like a new system that, that you know, grows out of this or evolves out of it's just honoring, holding space for, and nurturing that emotional time that helps to heal the ancestral line, right? Like mm -hmm. in doing that and like literally creating a new system using that, that talent and that power of Capricorn. Gotcha. So yeah, let's, um, okay, let's, that says, let's look at Mercury. <laughs> Mercury, okay. Mercury is, um, in, on a 3D level, it is how you communicate, you know, what how, your communication style. Um, on a 5D level, it is how you manifest. So uh, the little symbol for Mercury is the symbol for Venus, which is the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. And then Mercury is that symbol with a little like hat, these two little antenna that come up out of either mm -hmm. side. And so it's like the connection I see that as like communicating with the divine, like manifesting through that divine feminine uh, symbol. And, um, you know, if we just look at it from a, a, a communication standpoint, then you may communicate um, whatever it is that you're communicating about inside of your business or what have you, like from like a very tangible, practical, logical place. And, and there can be actual, you know, that's, that can be really uh, beneficial, especially if maybe you're discussing things that are more esoteric and you have, you know, that's your way of being able to communicate that. Um, from the five dimensional standpoint, the manifestation, a Capricorn will do really well manifesting through routine you know it's that system again it's like what is the routine around this but um and it may be that it's it's like <laughs> yeah I, I see it as okay the Capricorn friends like they've had some success and they've like figured out that they're like okay yeah like i'm manifesting this through this system that i've created or through this routine that i've set up for myself and it doesn't have to be anything grandiose you know like mm -hmm. just be really basic but what i would say is that you must you know you got you have to infuse express and use some of that emotion that like emotion that sometimes get 
gets held up in the back. Um, and I think just one of the little niggly things here is, and it's an awareness, it's really an awareness opportunity. Um, when that isn't honored as the inside of the routine, inside of the system, then it could exacerbate issues with health or, um, you know, creating monetary success or inside of relationship. And this is just that 5D perspective of Capricorn and Mer or Mercury and Capricorn. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Let's, um, let's go into your Saturn because, um, I think this is really, yeah, it's really interesting. I feel like you have this, such a powerful earth support for some other, um, some other aspects in your chart that are really bringing in like the non-material and the <laughs> just these other realms, you know, hence you're teaching yoga and it, that, you know, that it sort of makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. um, you have Saturn in Pisces and um, Saturn is, Saturn actually rules Capricorn. So you already have a lot of Saturnian energy in you with uh, with all that Capricorn going on, and and Saturn is is like the disciplinarian father, okay? And so the way sometimes people see Saturn in a real negative light, but mm -hmm. if you think about a disciplinarian father who's not who's like not dysfunctional in any ways, he's right? The good solid father who loves you, but there's some sternness there. He wants the best for you. Okay. And, mm -hmm. and he wants to know that you're, you have these practical things in place and that you're, you're, you've got a plan and you're taking steps towards that plan. And then that's where Saturn rewards on a material plane, you know, meaning that it could be monetarily, it could be uh, with opportunities, um, it could be with like tangible things um, that we typically correlate to Saturn. And it's like when you're, I always think of the image of like when you're, when you feel like you're, you're doing something or like maybe trying to work towards something more material, more in the material plane, but you're like hitting your head against the physical brick wall. Um, mm -hmm. That's a lot of times the relationship of Saturn and whatever is the ruling sign of Saturn. So that's where you have the Pisces now. And Pisces is all about the non-material, um, the, you know, spiritual. It's like, it's almost like the gateway world between the physical world and then the next life. It's, it's like where, where the karma lives the unconscious um very dreamy and uh really keen imagination very creative like these are all of those piscean types mm. of energies emotional you know the the fish in the deep sea and mm -hmm. there, there's not really like structure around pisces because they're just like in the big ocean there's like where are the boundaries and so like there's a little bit of an opposition that can be seen here but it's all about creating a harmonious uh, relationship and a plan, you know, to satisfy where Pisces feels nurtured by her, her disciplinary, disciplinary and father. And the father's like, hey, great job, you know, like where you're using your gifts. And um, this is where Pisces gets to bring imagination and and dreams into the 3d world so it's about using those qualities to bring them forth into material world and the way like a, a harmonious way to be able to do this with Saturn is like okay so you decide you decide what it is that you're working towards that that goal right and mm -hmm. and Saturn's like okay great and uh, you've, got, you've got that goal. And then with Saturn, um, with Saturn inside of Pisces, you imagine it. 
like really using that emotionally connected imagination around it, like literally giving yourself dream time. So I almost see this as uh, supportive too of that Capricorn moon. It's like, okay, you get, you get the, emo the feeling the emotions and, you know, and then this Saturn in Pisces, like you start to kind of let yourself feel that and then like imagine and feel into what that, what it is that you're working towards, that you're planning, that you're taking the steps towards. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing I'll mention about this that's super interesting, especially with this placement, is, um, you know, because Pisces is also about, like, working through, it's about working through some of these karmic debts or whatever so that you don't carry them into the next cycle, right? Mm -hmm. So, so this is like I think Saturn, and, uh, yeah, Saturn and Pisces is is also about cleansing, about literally like part of your part of your um, routine or system of moving towards the plant, taking steps towards the plan and the fruition of of your goal that you imagine that you're imagining is to do a physical cleanse because um, Saturn rules the liver and some of those organs that are mm -hmm. there. Um, but also including like consciousness around uh, cleansing your limiting beliefs. Mm. So like having it be kind of a mind body experience. Yeah. That could just be a very potent thing to appease this Saturn Pisces um, dynamic, I guess. Mm -hmm. Relationship. Um, and I'll say too that you have Saturn and Pisces in the second house, which deals with kind of the material world and what you value and how you make money and things like that. So there's a little bit of like a double whammy with that meaning that there's like a double potency, okay. a potential double whammy, but a potential double potency, right? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> use it in a harmonious way. It's like, oh, wow, there could be real power here. And it's, it's interesting because I'm getting myself ready for some, for a physical kind of <laughs> cleansing and detox. So <laughs> perfect timing. <laughs> Well, you know what's really I why I love hearing that because mm. to me it's sort of like you were already in gear. Like your initial question about like timing and should I be moving forward on this? Like this is actually a big part of your answer, right? Like mm -hmm. that is probably going to be a, a kind of a catalyst towards bringing that into fruition more than what the planets are doing right now. Yeah. Yep. Totally what? feels like that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That gets me really yeah. That's um, cool. Yeah, exactly. I just, I just, again, that's like that empowerment thing. Yep. Um, okay. Let's talk about your North node and your South node. I want to be sure to talk a, yeah talk a little bit about those and also your 12th house which is really important um so uh okay you have your north node which is also sometimes called your true node and that's that is the challenge that leads you to your destiny is is how we look at that um mm -hmm. you have that in taurus and then we look we go to we figure out what your south node is based on what's opposite Taurus, which is Scorpio. So you have your South node in Scorpio. I'm going to start with that because your mm -hmm. South node is, is your natural gifts. It's your, um, your natural abilities, just kind of like organically. So, so this is adding a, another dimension to, you know, all your Capricornian <laughs> energy, mm -hmm. your sun and your rising and all of that. But there's this, there's, there are these little natural gifts that run through, which now really lends a lot of sense 
in my, you know, in my world mm-hmm. to the fact that the type of work that you're, you're doing, um, because Scorpio is, you know, Scorpio is, is about the psyche and psychology and digging deep, getting to the root. Uh, they're very intuitive. They're psychic. They're it's spirituality, um, intimacy. There's like the mysteries of life. Um, and there's an intensity and there's also this emotion. Although I feel that Scorpio is not like outwardly emotive. There's like some uh, water signs that are going to be a little more outwardly emotive. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely more under the surface. Um, so we're, you know, that definitely this is bringing in like a, a little common thread for you of just, and you've probably organically done work around that, but it is something that's pretty strong in you of like the possibility <laughs> mm-hmm. of keeping mm-hmm. things more hidden and under the surface. Um, mm-hmm. But they're very faithful. Um, they hate superficiality. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they're passionate, but there's a reservedness and quite determined. So there's some overlap you can see with the Capricorn Scorpio, but definitely different energies. And like I said, these are just, these are things that you bring to the table that aren't, uh, maybe you don't think about them a lot. So I don't know if that adds another layer where you're like, okay, yeah, I can connect to that. Yeah, I can totally connect to that. Definitely. Right. And people may, uh, they already are coming to you for that. Do you know what I mean? Like this is another area kind of like you're rising where mm. they're t- people are tuning into that already. I mean, you're teaching, doing that. So, so there's, um, you're not teaching about business building, right? You're right. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're teaching yoga and you're teaching, you know, more in the health realm and um and you actually have scorpio on your 10th house which which is your house of career and so you know that's that's something these are natural gifts that you can bring into the mix but what sometimes happens when we look at it from the south node north north node place of the north node being your challenge that will ultimately lead you to your destiny that you don't want to just get stuck in your natural abilities and gifts, but, um, begin to embrace the challenge that Taurus is bringing forth. Um, and I mean, similar to Capricorn, Taurus deals with the material world. Uh, Taurus is very hardworking. So I don't know that you're being necessarily being challenged to like work harder Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, you know, be more like persistent in what you're doing. Um, but there are, because Taurus is ruled by Venus, there's a certain level of sensuality and, um, an appreciation of sensual pleasures and art and beauty, um, inside of this practicality and even like of comfort of like, having some comfort and, and embracing some luxury uh, inside of this. This is some of those Taurian qualities, the Venusian qualities that Taurus has. Um, so I see that this North Node challenge may be challenging you to embrace on a material level some of those comforts, the sen- sensuality and the, the sensual pleasures, um, and the, the, the distinction between Taurus and Capricorn is Capricorn will often just, they, they're, they're, they've got the goal and they're just like, I'm going to work, 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 keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Taurus will work, but then they're like, I want to be rewarded. I want to relax. I want to like, go to the spa. I want you know, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, not a bad challenge to have, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, but it may not be 
what you organically do, you know? So again, that's why it's the challenge. So, so it could be like, Hey, that's pretty awesome. If you're like, okay, I, I maybe I need to make sure that I reward myself, even if it's by, um, and I know you're big on this, like getting out into nature or in mm-hmm. something that's like pleasing to you, uh, meaning like visually pleasing, like, or, or something art, you know, something artful that is, is pleasing, provides you with comfort. I have a, a Taurus friend and he is like the epitome of like hardworking. I mean, he's working on a project right now and I'm like, are you alive over there? <laughs> oh. um, but, but what he set up for himself is he loves music and so he'll, he treated himself to these like super high end speakers that are right in his workspace. So when he's ready to like take that break, he just like pumps up his music on, on the, mm. on those speakers that envelop him in this sensual experience. And then he keeps working. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. So I think it's, it's bringing that in. And the, and the other thing that I would say um, so it's, it's infusing that luxury, that rest, um, the senses and the beauty. Um, and it may be that you even make sure that your surroundings are pleasing, are, are beautiful, that make you feel comfortable and, you know, mm-hmm. good. um, and, and the, um, Taurus is also, Taurus also rules the throat. So there's the throat chakra that's that, you know, maybe some stuff around there. And I also see that as like using your voice. Maybe it's, sometimes it's like through singing. Um, You may not be on that path, but like (laughs) we just literally just. We don't want to hear me sing on (laughs) (laughs) it. I mean, I see this as too, like maybe when we look at the relationship of your natural gifts and some of this and Taurus ruling the throat chakra is how, how to, maybe it's that you need to speak more, communicate more on some of these esoteric principles, right? Or these deeper mysteries of, of the world that you have a natural ability to uncover and investigate and be interested in. Yeah, that totally hits there. Cool. Yeah. And that, yeah. because you could, you may have the, the, the little sticking point with a lot of Capricorn of getting even inside of an unconventional path that you're taking gets a little stuck in convention. Like, Ooh, that's like weird. I can't, bring, mm. I can't speak about that. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that yeah. may be part of your challenge. Mm. Yeah. And the North nude. Um, let's go into, let's go into your 12th house. Cause this is, this is an important one. And, um, and your 12th house is tip. It, it's um 12th house relates to piscean energy and um it so it's your karmic debts it's your limiting beliefs it's your unconscious but it, it's also from a life path perspective it is what it is the archetype um your 12th house is ruled by sagittarius so whatever is the ruling um sign that's kind of the archetype of your ideal client or student or, you know, um, Mm. audience, however you want to look at it. You're, you're really aligned, you're aligned client or, or student, but it's also what you're here to work through from that karmic debt limiting belief perspective is inside of this Sagittarian energy and it's through, it's like that, that beautiful karmic kind of relationship. It's like, as you work with them around this, you're simultaneously working through your own stuff. You know, that, mm. that really um, 
beautiful mixture. And if we go even a little deeper into that and some, you know, some coaches and things like that will say, say this, but, but we're applying it to it more of an astrological lens, which is, and they are you like a few years back, right? Like that Saturnian Mm -hmm. energy archetype is you a few years back. And it's interesting with this, and I think this is where you get to feel into how that, and I'd love to actually hear from you too, because so Sagittarius, they're, um, they're all about adventure. They love to have fun. They like to have global adventures. Um, sometimes that's actual travel and experiences, but I also see it as like, it could be like internal, you know, like, oh, and I like an internal adventure. Um, mm-hmm. They're risk takers. They're, they're definitely spiritual. They're interested in see, they they love, uh, they want to, they want to find out the answers. They're seeking answers. Um, they're often gifted at speaking and writing. Um, and it's about, they're, they're all about like higher education, higher learning, um, very freedom seekings and inside of that and very intelligent inside of that. Sometimes they're difficult to pin down. Um, that can be some of the shadows of like difficult to pin down, difficult sticking through something. Um, so again, this may, this may be aspects of you that show up inside of more of this 12th house type of energy of working through this. And I see it, you know, especially with all the Capricorn that you have, I'm like, well, it may be that even though, um, typically we don't look, this as as a shadow, not a shadow. I don't know how to explain it, but anyway, like the whole risk taking thing that it may mm-hmm. be part of that Sagittarian archetype is like embracing more risk taking, um, inside of, because there's so much Capricorn in your chart. Um, risk taking inside of like it, what I'm in, what I'm doing career wise and speaking up from the areas that I feel I should be like more of the esoteric kind of stuff that I tend to hold back on that kind of thing. I, I would say a yes to that, especially since it's what <laughs> asked about and would, and does that, would that, um, does that land for you too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's kind of what comes up for me around that. Uh, because Capricorn typically like they're not really risk takers. Um, the Scorp- Scorpios are going to be a little more, l- little more risk taker and you have that natural ability, but I, but I think it's, I, I think it's maybe being a little suppressed and just something for you to explore. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know that you run into, uh, but it might, it, you know, this might be nuanced. It might be on different levels, like, you know, a difficulty and being pinned down of maybe prote- getting overly protective of your freedom. Uh, those are Sagittarian qualities and sometimes places where they can get stuck, um, you know, restlessness, I need to like keep starting new projects, but not following through. Cause you have so much Capricorn. I'm not sure that you run into that, but your, your um, sort of karmic client or um, student may be because they're the archetype. They may be like, Oh my God, she's so focused. She's such a great leader. She, <laughs> she, so they're kind of like, they may have a little bit of that inside of them and Mm -hmm. that you're providing this real groundedness for that and a structure and a system that can still really offer a sense of freedom, which I think is that spiritual line, right? Because, you know, any, any sort of elevated spiritual path is ultimately about freedom. Mm Mm-hmm not in the traditional sense or in like what we kind of get attached to, right? Like 
I'm free because I don't have any responsibilities. Like that's not actually right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that all lands. Like, oh, I'm gonna have to listen to this part again. Cause you're oh. like, when you hear it, it's like, oh, like, you, you, like as you're talking, I'm like, oh yeah, this, 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 but it's, it's definitely like, I, I, I feel like this is the first time in a long time that I'm really following through all the way to the end with things. Ooh. I tended to be one that kind of, you know, I do something, throw it out there. Ah, it's not working. Okay. Ditch it. Do the next thing or whatever. That was more of my default, but now I'm really, I feel like I found my thing and I'm, it's something I really want to work it to the end. I'm willing to keep showing up for it, you know, no matter how long it takes. Because also in the past, I was like, well, if I do that, because you said with the pin down thing, like protecting the freedom, I always had in the back of my mind, well, if, well, if I get too busy, then I'm not going to be able to, I'm going to be too scheduled and too this and too that would totally. go through my head. <laughs> totally. totally. Yeah. Well, and so that's, that's really, um, yeah. In having, in hearing you say that and hearing you share that too, it, it then definitely makes me say, okay, because you're now stepping more into that and that follow through, that's exactly what we were just talking about. Like your student, your client, that was them, right? That was them in the lack of maybe following through. And mm -hmm. now you're that, those few steps ahead. And so that's where you can just have that in your mind of, oh, they may be struggling with that and speaking to that a little bit. Um, yeah. In, you know, and, ju and just beginning to work with that. And I, and I think, that's where cap, you know, you're bringing in the Capricorn solution of stay the course, systematize the wisdom because Sagittarius has a lot of wisdom, but, um, and you know, a lot of heart and all of that. And these, this adventurous spirit and this fun loving spirit, but you know, to ground that and give it some structure, I guess. Mm -hmm. Is, yep. is what Capricorn can can lend itself to, and it, it's possible that, um, you know, you may you may find that those that you really speak to are are um, they're strong, they're they're leaders, all of that, but they have this restlessness inside of them, and this you know, and and it's possible that the 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 higher um, learning the spiritual wisdom, uh, all of that is what they require to truly be powerful and ground all of the, all of that inside of themselves. So they can keep exploring and they can maybe take some risks and become more, uh, evolved and free on their path. Mm. Yep. And yep. Um, and I, and I, you know, I, 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 let's touch on Chiron because I, this fits so perfectly too with the, the work, what your current project is and what you're working towards. So I just want to mm -hmm. throw it in there and offer like some almost acknowledgement of that, but you have Chiron and Pisces. And Chiron is the wound that you came here with, the wound that you are maybe a little challenged to heal inside of yourself, but that is also like your superpower, your, your healing power for others. So you have it in Pisces, and this is so, and this is so perfect with, you know, these, I'm thinking that it's probably women who are, you know, in their fifties and how, you know, showing them how to be, because Ch Chiron and Pisces is like being comfortable in your own skin, mm. feeling worthy and valuable in the material world, like almost like a feeling deserving inside of the material world. Mm. And if they're not happy with their, you know, where things are going and a lot of times that starts with the physical, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. 
I mean, right. at least that's the way to start for a lot of people too. Exactly. Just the way through. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And, and so that Chiron in Pisces is like I said, that's like your wound that you're working through, through this work that you're doing. Um, and that's of course creating your expertise and your system around how you're really going to be healing them uh, on the surface in, you know, in the material world, but through the deeper stuff too of Scorpio and, you know, even Sagittarius, mm -hmm. that wisdom there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> wild um, right <laughs> i know it's totally wild and i really love doing these and i don't know it's just always interesting so i want to check in with you and see if you i mean i know it's a lot to kind of take in and thank goodness you have the recording right yeah um, absolutely <laughs> do, you, do you have any like glaring questions right now no i, I really don't it's just a lot of um, a lot resonated and a lot just brought awareness to some things. It's just inter interesting. Like when, when you really look at this stuff, like how you can work with the different aspects, the challenges and whatnot, so that they can, you know, become that, that the healing part of you and the helping others and the superpower and, and all that, because it's, it's just so interesting. It's just how it all kind of plays together. And it's just, I need to listen to the whole thing again. Because <laughs> yeah. a lot, yeah, it is a lot to, to take in at once, but it's totally, like I said, it resonates and it just makes sense and how you can apply this stuff to, you know, what you want to do in life and how you do it and how you work through your own stuff as you do it. Totally. Um, yeah, it's yeah, interesting. That, you know, and that's why I kind of try to stick to certain things in an initial reading. And then, of course, you know, if, if there's ever subsequent readings, we can go. But otherwise, I mean, otherwise, right. it would just be so much. <laughs> it would be like three hours and you'd be like, ah. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's very, very, very interesting. Um. Do you have, do, do you feel like you had any ahas or like clarity that you want to share? Um, well, the, the clarity around the last piece that you were just talking about, you know, like, um, the whole thing about how to speak you know, even like when you were, when you were saying these things towards the end too, it's like, you know, it applies to everything. It's like, well, this is how, you know, you speak even in your copy, like when you're writing things, exactly. you know, like that's, you know, it's just some things you forget about <laughs> as you get caught up. And when you do everything yourself, which, you know, I do a lot of this mm -hmm. um, work myself. So writing my own copy and things like that. So it's just that was a big um aha and then just the whole the whole piece around there was something around the throat that um caught me too oh uh, with the taurus north node and and being able to speak some of those more esoteric yeah the more esoteric stuff is a big aha because i i do i do believe you got to start at that physical level like we were talking about and um like you just can't come right out and be like, well, you know, you're, you're the, really the awareness. You're not the body. And you know, like if you just start <laughs> coming out and saying all these things, but you know, as you infuse little things in, in, you know, the yoga classes and bring like little themes out and have people experience it as they move, you know, it just makes so much sense. And then there's, you know, sometimes there are things like, ah, oh, I want to just say this. And a lot of times I will say certain things, but then, and I'll just let everybody look at me, like, especially when I was in the class before all this happened, you know, you just would say something and you look around and I would make, you know, like make a joke out of it. Cause they were all looking at me like I had three heads. 
<laughs> you know, and then, like I said, I'd make, you know, I'd make a joke about that, about it. <laughs> and then, you know, in, cause I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know what, if you didn't get that, don't worry. <laughs> and, uh, but it, it is like just speaking more of that, like bringing that more in and my truth and, and whatnot, because that's a big value of mine. Yeah. And the more you do that, even if it is like, even if there are parts where they're like, they don't get it, just, you know, you know, this, like the more you share your story and the more you share from that, you know, that vulnerable place, which isn't always the easiest thing for Capricorn. Um, yeah, just the more it's going to like stick and draw them in, even if they're like, they seem like they're kind of shocked or weirded out or something. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. And it's, yeah. The entry. Totally. Be like, hmm. Totally. Um, no, it was great. It's a lot of, inf- a lot of great info. And yeah. like I said, I'm still, you know, I'm sure I'll unpack things as yeah. well. Yeah. Like might, might have to have another session with you <laughs> I would, as I unpack <laughs> I would totally love that yeah because there's always it it does sort of reveal itself and lend itself to like a continued unraveling um yeah for sure and um yeah that way I'd be honored to do that uh yeah and any like I, I always like to just kind of check in as far as do you feel like what do you feel like your next steps are just taking away from this session today? Even if it's just to listen again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that. That's definitely, you know, I jotted some things too down as you were talking. So I want to look over that and listen to it again. And just, like I said, I'm, I'm deep into um, unleashing this thing. So I'm, you know, I'm going to take a whole look at that now with this new information and insights and, and just see where, you know, like, where am I holding back, even in the copy, you know, just kind of looking is, is that, is it all linking in and yeah, yeah, making sense now, you know, and really representing where I wanted to be headed and, and, and is it going to draw those people, you know, like maybe I need to change some things that um like you said in the at the end too there's a couple uh, phrases i wrote down and where it's it will really resonate with those who are ready but it, it also needs to be like a an ejector seat for some people like when somebody i know calls it that you know you want your your <laughs> everything you do to like you want to have an ejector seat like you don't want everybody to not everybody's going to resonate and that's okay like the ones that aren't ready for this journey, what the, my page, my landing page will be an ejector seat for them. And that's totally okay. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. They'll, they'll be that curiosity. They're like, hmm. hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> I have some things, you know, put, I think I'm going to totally change some things up so that it'll resonate with those who are ready. And like I said, it won't with those who aren't. So yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yay. Well, it was really Thank you. Connect. You're so welcome. Yeah, my pleasure. Uh, really happy um, that we got to do this together. Yeah, me too. And it's good to uh, connect with you again. I know. Really good to connect with you too. And, and just, yeah, keep me posted on, on how stuff goes and all that good stuff. Um, I really will. And enjoy the rest of your day. You too. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Gina. Take care. All right. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Bye.